0: that plagued tech in week 0 versus FIU were some of the same issues that yep. plagued them against SMU but FIU is not a good team you can get away with that it is um, it is not like a team like SMU I thinks really good i think they're going to compete for the AAC they're going to expose you and they did
1: well i think too you know you talk about FIU not being very good they they beat Maine 14 to 12 at home this past weekend so that that kind of proves that point even further so, if you're tech, you know, you, you look ahead to the next two games. You got Northwestern State at home. You got North Texas at home, who obviously struggled uh, in a major way against Cal this past weekend. So, you got to find a way to get to 3 and 1 some way, somehow. You hope that things start clicking a little bit more offensively. Sonny Cumbie talked a little bit about how Cyrus Allen's questionable this week. Obviously, he went out after two plays on Saturday. Marquise Crosby will miss another week. Uh, potentially, you get Tyrese Shelton back in the backfield, but. Uh, Tech's really banged up but, offensively, which is not something you normally point to this early in the year.
0: I, I thought the offensive line would be a strength of this team. Brutal on Saturday, they they've struggled. I mean, Hank's got no time at all. No, and listen, like, it, you got to give a three step drop. They're screwed.
1: Yeah, and listen, you got to give Hank some credit. Like he kept getting back up on Saturday, but I don't think he can survive uh, well, ten more games of the regular season if he's going down that much.
0: And listen, I know there are a number of factors that, that play into this thing, right? Like, it doesn't help when Drew Edwards doesn't play. Yep. And Cyrus Allen goes down. And you're on your third and fourth and fifth string running backs. And your offensive line. Like, I understand. It, it take, this, is a, this, is a, this is the ultimate team sports where mm-hmm. all 11 guys have to be pulling in the same direction to work. It only takes one guy to screw everything up. I understand the concept. However... I will say this, and by the way, I'm not writing the book on Sonny Cumbie yet like a year and two games into the season. No. But what is Tex when people think about Louisiana Tech, like their identity is kind of that air raid,
1: throwing a
0: lot of points, yep. fun offensively. We have
2: not seen that. Like, who are you?
1: Like, like yeah. who are you? Like, you got to figure out who you are. And if you got a guy that started 31 times in his career – and we said on the post-game show Saturday, I want to see you throw it 55 times a game, especially when you're That's down kind of to your third, you fourth, and fifth yeah. running back. Like, yeah. at least be fun.
0: Yeah, I know every coach loves balance, but, man, we, we I want to see the ball thrown 40, 50 times with this And Look, I, I, I will say, if you want to, if you want my overwhelming positives, I do think the defense is yeah. vastly improved than it was
1: last year. How impressed were you with the uh, freshman, Michael Richard? Very good. Hey, he's, he's a good our, one that fire, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, you knew he was well-coached in high school. You knew he had a chance to play early when he came in for the spring, but uh, he seems different. He, he's a really good player for a young freshman.
0: Let Hank Cook, 888-993-7762, our number. You're going to want that to talk to Beck, BC, and Taves on Bleed Tech Blue, which is up next. Fun show today for BC, for Taves on Fox. We'll see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock for another edition of The Company.
3: This has been the Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m., for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977.
4: than Kyrie. didn't work. No. only thing could stop him from being a Hall of Famer is injury. So you basically got two future Hall of Famers opportunities. I don't know. Kyrie, I think, is is uh, is on the edge. You I think really, because of his yep, behavior? Yep, because when he didn't make Look the at top. Dennis Rodman. No, but when he didn't make the top 75, but, it, but that's Dennis Rodman removed. Had it been when he was doing that stuff, I think it would have hurt him. I'm just saying he was so removed from it. Kyrie, Chris, for them to not count him as a top 75 and to pick Damian Lill- Lillard over him, I, that says something. There's,
1: there's a, You know what I mean? So if he has another couple of bad things or a thing happen,
4: there's a chance that people will penal- penalize him. I don't think he's a lock. I mean, that's fair because his game is tremendous. He should be top 75 is what I'm saying, and he wasn't. Yeah, but he hasn't had, like, I, I don't know how many All-NBAs. You know, like, and a lot of it's two, two things, really, Rob. Injuries and just some of Kyrie's decisions. Right. You know, um, whether it's just going AWOL for a little while because he needed a break or it is the va- vaccination not getting it. You know, for for various reasons, he has cut short his season. So he's only made three All-NBAs.
5: to get the rest of what the odd couple said podcast it by searching odd couple and as always you can listen to the odd couple with chris broussard and rob parker weekdays at 7 p.m eastern 4 p.m pacific right
6: here on fox sports radio it's a bird it's a brain the the, the dan patrick show dan patrick Yeah. yeah It's a big win against TCU.
3: But now the season starts. He is calling out people who didn't believe. But our job is not to root for Deion Sanders. You know, like he's calling out people. People have a job to do and they're assessing it. Now, if you say they're going to get blown out or uh, they have no chance, okay, then you can keep a receipt. But what what did we say when Dion went to Colorado? The next morning when he took the job, I said, I don't know how good but they're relevant, and that's all you want. How many football programs won one game last year, and they're relevant? Now you could, and Marvin brought this up over the weekend, if I'm a network, do I have a flex schedule here? Can I get Colorado into prime time? The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes. And you. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. On Fox Sports Radio.
5: (laughs) They're fearless.
7: I would put all my chips to the middle.
5: They have attitude. No nice things for you. And they're best friends. With my best friend. He's Jason Smith. I love chocolate and I love the Mets. Fire them all! That's Mike Harmon. What else do you need? It's the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. This is a story you may not like. Putting the sports world on their back. I had a dream about Zach Wilson. Weeknights at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio.
4: <laughs>
5: FS1. To find FS1 on your television, go to foxsports.com for details. Oh, FS1. Yeah, yeah,
3: injured in an accident call creed and creed in monroe for local experienced representation this is knbb dubach rustin monroe 97.7
5: it's time for the louisiana national bank bleed tech blue radio show This is your source for Louisiana Tech sports news. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Dairy Queen. Text us at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle.
1: Bleed Tech Blue Radio BC. Beck Haynes John Tabor, Sports Talk at 97.7. Get us on the hotline or the text line. 888-993-7762 in case you missed it. Saturday afternoon Louisiana Tech. Falls thirty eight fourteen on the road at SMU. Can't win them all. You might have wished you missed it. Probably did. There's 31-0 at intermission. Bulldogs competed in the second half. Yeah,
7: they did. Almost won. We did win the second half. Yeah.
1: Give them a you got to
7: believe that was Gumby's speech. Hey, guys. Give we us got to win the second half.
1: Give us point .5 dubs for that one. But Bulldogs now 1-1 one one overall. We'll get set to host Northwestern State coming up on Saturday night in a non-conference matchup. We'll have Patrick Netherton on, voice of the Demons, will join us at 6.30. Of course, Patrick, Uh, A Shreveport radio personality, hosts the Patrick Netherton Show from 3 to 5 each weekday afternoon over in Shreveport on AM 1130, so excited to catch up with him. Then we got 7 o'clock, former Bulldog quarterback, Louisiana Tech's second all-time leading passer, Luke McCown, the Jacksonville, Texas native Will join us to talk in multitude of things. I uh, don't know if you saw this, Beck, but he's worked a little bit with Hank Bachmeyer in the off season. I did, yeah,
7: I did see that. Did see that.
1: So excited to get Luke's thoughts yeah. on uh what he sees from Hank and uh just you know, some of his general thoughts on college football. That's kind of where I want to start it. College football week one obviously arrived. Mm. I guess last Thursday was the official kickoff. Uh Utah and Florida. That was a dandy, let me tell you. Uh not really. Not uh, boring to watch. Great atmosphere out there in Salt Lake, but uh,
7: I, I guess Dion steals the show week one. One hundred percent. I've been pretty vocal. big Dion guy. Um, big Dion. All right. Were you skeptical going in though? Yeah, I just. I mean, you, you just kind of wonder if this is all just a big, a big. I mean, I don't even know the word. Like a a big show? production, a big production. show. Yeah. I mean, it is everywhere he goes. It is a show and a production, and and it's extra. And then you you hear about. They had three restur- returning starters, like hundred and sixty five new transfers, Only whatever it 10 was. Ten
1: scholarship players returned from their one. Well, that's what team. I'm saying. So
7: you just you just don't know. You know, then you're going up TCU, who obviously doesn't have Dugan anymore, whatever his whatever his name was. You know, they were in the national championship last season, but they're not the same team. Rebuild year. You know that. You could tell. But they were twenty one point underdogs, the buffs were. And I mean stole the show. You had questions about Shadir. I mean he was at a whatever what conference I mean that was Jackson even, State was in the sweat. Let me tell you yeah. something. Shador's special,
1: like he's it's unbelievable. Re- he's really good.
7: But then you start thinking of. I mean, you start looking. You are like, man, I mean, they've got the resources. They've got the clout. Like every NFL player in the world wants to work with Dion and his team. I mean, they got some resources. My, th- I asked you the other day, how much is? I mean, is Dion putting together that playbook? I mean, is he just a motivator? I'm just it goes against everything that college football is in my well, opinion,
1: and I'm glad you brought that up. That's where I wanted to go like a lot of people talk oh Dion like it's gonna be a failure. there's no way Colorado ever makes it back this and that and the other. I think a lot of that talk was predicated upon the fact that Dion brought in eighty six eighty seven transfers. I don't know if it was necessarily predicated in the fact that. They don't believe that Dion can coach, or they don't believe that Dion can organize a coaching staff, or they don't believe that Dion can motivate his players. I think, like you said, it goes against everything we've ever seen in college football. You wipe the roster out, you bring all these new players, and it's like, all right, you really think you're going to have them ready to roll in week one? That's absurd. And like, that is absurd. Like, no one thought that they would put up 45 points in week one on the road. Like you said, TCU might be a little down this year, but like, good, oh, they're, they're still a great program. Yeah, they're a good program. Like, I think that's where a lot of the Dion hate was kind of based in. Uh, and I love the guy. Like you said, it's a production. Like, that's why
7: you I. You had a DJ in the locker room, man. <laughs>
1: like, who does that?
7: Here's the deal. I'm, 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 that, I'm uh, here for it. I love it. I was a little bummed it was the same time as the Tech game, not going to lie. It was going back and forth. A lot of opportunities to do that in college football now. They only have 207 breaks during the game. All I'm saying is it's great. I love it. They sold out the spring game, Ben. The in the Spring snow. game. In, in the, the snow. snow. Went 1-11. I saw something that said like the cheapest ticket you can get for the home opener this weekend is like $394. That's incredible. Pretty penny. Can you imagine charging $394 for any that's 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 ten seasons of season tickets at tech. <laughs> that's ten whole seasons. <laughs> this guy's a legend.
1: Uh the thing that got me too is like Deion Went and got these eighty six transfers. Like, yeah, we know his son Shador. We know we've heard Travis Hunter. Like the the running back was a freshman, Dylan Edwards. He was a true freshman. He was obviously a highly rated recruit, but like Outside of that, like a lot of these transfers, I was looking at the guys that, like, in the box score. Like, I don't know. You them. didn't know. Like these aren't. Like I'm oh. not saying they're not good players. They obviously are, but like they're not household names listen, in college football. Listen,
7: you think they're good now? Every kid in the country is going to want to go play for Dion next. year. I'm telling you. <laughs>
1: no, they really are.
7: It's going to be. It may be a powerhouse. You may see him the Natty Champs next year. What's the ceiling? Like, can, can Colorado legitimately compete for a national? Like for real? Well, to no. My, I guess as a parent, my concern would be, like, am I sending my kid to, like, a, a, a TV show, or is this the real deal? And you got – I mean, you know he's got good coaches in place. Yeah, well, He's yeah. got good coaches. I heard
1: Sean Lewis, I think his name was, the head coach at Kent State to come be the OC. And listen, it's like I heard somebody talking on talk radio or talk TV today. Like, if you're Sean Lewis, why would you leave Kent State? Well, because, like, yeah, you give up a head coaching spot, but if you go hit it big at Colorado as Dion's OC – your next head coaching job's going to be a whole heck of a lot better than Kent State. Ain't lying. Right. I Kent, love it. Kent State's playing flag football on Saturdays. Everybody else is playing tackle football. Hmm.
7: Unnamed Texas says Colorado and Texas State both hit the transfer portal pretty heavily this offseason and earned big wins in week one. I, I texted you during the game. The announcers, my gosh, their job is so hard now. Every time they – you know, It's the first game of the season, so when they're introducing a kid or he makes a play and every time they talk about, oh, transferred from this school, transferred from this school, <laughs> yes. transferred from this school, yeah, there ain't no, this is his hometown, he's from so-and-so high school, been here two years. It's like, no, this is his third school in, in one year, <laughs> and he's good, and so now he's playing for D.M.
1: I, I'm glad that was brought up about Texas State. Texas State goes on the road, three or four touchdown underdog at Baylor. G.J. Kenny, first-year head coach, he brought in 53 transfers from Texas State. They punched Baylor in the mouth. Everybody oh, Dave Aranda needs to be fired. Quite frankly, I don't know what's so special about Dave Aranda at this point. But I wonder if more first year head coaches are gonna be like, you know what? The heck with it. Like I'm hitting the portal.
7: Okay, so this- like I'm
1: not giving these guys a year. So we're seeing I'm going sixty new players.
7: So this can't continue going forward, right? You see why? an NCAA cracking down on multiple transfers. No, right?
1: Multiple? Yeah,
7: but why you're gonna can't get, you go the first get a bunch one? of one guys. I mean, think about your recruitment literally being open through your college career. Yeah. Like, I don't like it here. I got one transfer, I'm out. Unbelievable. As if these coaches didn't have a hard time recruiting and as much time as they spend doing that anyways, now they gotta recruit through college to try to get the guy before he transfers one time.
1: I, I just think the thing about Dion, he from what we know, like we're not in the locker room, we did see the pregame speech. I just think he connects. Like he connects with the kids. Like yeah, he's 50 years old or however old he is. But, like, he, they get him. He gets
7: them. I saw a video today. They had a little scuffle at practice. I don't know if you saw this. I saw it. It was um, awesome. A little scuffle at practice, and Dion goes over and rips some of his guys because they walked off the field during the scuffle. Didn't go fight. He said, you got one of your own teammates over here in a scuffle, and you're walking off the field. He said, where in the country do they do that? Where in the country are they doing that? Not here, B.C. What? And, Not uh, here.
1: And and a lot of people push back on that,
7: like, why are you encouraging your guys to fight? I don't think he's encouraging his guys to fight. I'd love to see a Tech, a tech Bulldog show enough aggression to want to fight somebody. i love it. You want to get to some scores around the we got to talk about USA. Tech. This is Bleed Tech Blue Radio. We're going
1: to, we had to touch on college football week one. I, we'll t- touch on some other ones. Clemson, man, that was brutal last night. Yeah.
7: This is a weird year already. Dabo lost it. I think Dabo doesn't have Trevor Lawrence. I don't think Dabo has Deshaun Watson anymore.
1: I don't think he has a lot a lot
7: because I don't think he's got T Higgins. He don't got he, he don't got Jordan. He's got Will. He does have Will. Had him for the first touchdown last night. Let's go. Oh, big dub for you. Uh no, Dabo doesn't
1: have the NFL talent that he's normally accustomed to having.
7: Well, that's what I'm wondering is all these I mean it is the new thing to kind of go to these schools that are Inconspicuous and make a big splash. If you go to, t- if it you listen, that way. if you go to Clemson and have two touchdown, 100 yards game as a wide receiver, that's tight. You got the best. But if you go to Colorado and light it up, it's like whoa, 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 whoa. Well,
1: it's like Travis Hunter. He's not the big stage anymore. Plays 126 snaps on Saturday. Goes 100 through the air. Has an interception. Like, hey, I love that kid. Yeah, I'll be. The honest, reporter asked
7: him like, "Are you tired?" He goes, "No, I'm ready to go again." Yeah, go. but
1: like, I'll be honest, like. Can he go 126 naps every week? I mean, he's not the biggest kid in the world. Like, that's a lot. No, he'll be all right. I yeah. know they give him... Hey, I don't know if
7: you saw Tuesday, that on his jersey. Day. He's got a D on his jersey. It yep. stands for dog. Did you see what Shador has yeah, on his? Yeah, he has an L for a leader.
1: <laughs> I've never even heard of that. De-
7: Dion said, nobody calls you captains in real life. They call you dogs and leaders. <laughs> not going to lie. Florida State
1: tears up LSU.
7: Love to see it.
1: That would kind of surprise me a little bit, though. I think we kind of anticipated it being the game of the week. Uh... Kind of lost some of its luster in the middle of the third quarter. That interception by Jane Daniels, and then Florida State said, uh, "Yeah, say anore. We'll see
7: you later." Yeah, wore the wore the tires down bad. It was every every play, no matter what. If it was a sweep, run up the middle, pass deep, whatever they were doing, they were getting 15 yards a pop. LSU looked tired. Uh, looking at some scores across Conference USA. Don't fall asleep on us. We got four minutes before a break.
1: Uh, middle Tennessee falls on the road at Alabama, fifty-six to seven. Close. Uh, Good on the Blue Raiders for scoring in that third quarter. Liberty defeats Bowling Green at 34-24. Liberty had five interceptions in that game. Of course, that's a team Louisiana Tech will play later in the year. Jacksonville State moves to 2-0 with a 49-3 home win over East Tennessee State. Uh, Probably the big win for Conference USA this weekend. Western Kentucky defeats South Florida of the American 41-24. Uh, they did lose their big-time receiver, Coley, to an injury, so we'll keep an eye on that one. Uh, Snoozefest of the week. Florida International did survive against Maine 14-12. to New Mexico State bounced back with a 58-21 win over Western Illinois. BYU shuts out Sam Houston in Provo 14-0. And then finally, UTEP defeats Incarnate Word 28-14. Uh, did you see uh, who UTEP plays this week? No, I didn't. They'll travel to Chicago to take on the Fighting Skipholzes of Northwestern. So is he he's with the team right now. I don't know. I didn't see him on the sideline on Sunday. Did you tapes? I didn't see him anywhere.
7: Would he be in the booth if anywhere? I, if he even traveled, I don't know.
1: I have no idea. I, I assume he's some sort of consultant. That's really all
7: I got. But he's still doing the spring league, right? Yes, or whatever it is. Yes. But- what USFL, USFL,
1: but UTEP travels to Northwestern this week. Big Ten school. UTEP's favored on the road by a point and a half. Wow. Listen, mm. I know Northwestern's bad, but I'm not betting on UTEP to go on the road. Taves, you like that line?
7: Taves is saying I can turn my three dollars into two seventy-five so fast with that line. That's what he's thinking. I, I, UTEP sucks. Ben, Hi. Well, you cannot say a word about anybody sucking right now. You're right. You're right. Let's go ahead and take our first They're, time you tap out. UTEP radio. UTEP <laughs> bleed orange, whatever, orange over there saying, oh, Tech is Tech against Northwestern State this weekend? They suck. That's fine. Let's break down Louisiana Tech's
1: loss at SMU after the break. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, 888-993-7762. We'll be back right after this.
8: At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Annalore Robertson with The Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers. Or visit online at ln.bank, Equal Housing Lender Member FDIC.
9: Check out the Courtesy Automotive Family with Courtesy Direct. Click it, pick it, then come get it from our floor to your door. That's Courtesy Direct at BuyCourtesy.com. Shop 24-7 online or at two lots filled with seven of the leading brands. Chevy, GMC, Buick, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Jeep. The Courtesy Automotive Family off I-20, exit 86 north and south of the interstate in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Every day
2: is game day at the Dugout in Ruston. Warm up with our bases loaded nachos and fried pickles. Make the call to the bullpen for that home run chili cheeseburger combo. And our chicken wings and chicken strips, well they'll make you feel like an all-star. And you have to try our new Texas tacos. Plus the Dugout has the best frozen daiquiris in town. That's the Dugout 2008 Champions Way in Ruston at the Ruston Sports Complex.
10: them dolls. Head coach Sonny Cumbie and company play six home games at the Joe this season starting with a week zero matchup against FIU on August 26th. Season tickets are on sale now. Don't miss the high flying action in Ruston. Call 318-257-3631 or go to latexsports.com backslash tickets today. Bark away Bulldog fans. It's almost go time at the Joe.
5: You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762.
1: Welcome back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Sports Talk at 97.7 B.C. Back John Tabor. Appreciate you joining us. Of course, you can get us on the hotline or the text line, 888-993-7762. All right, Louisiana Tech Falls, On the road, 38-14 at SMU. Before we get into breaking this one down, Brenner triumphs in. Was Cumbie able to adjust after halftime last Saturday, or did SMU completely take their foot off the gas? SMU's head coach's postgame would indicate his team was awful in the second half. Any chance Tech was just better in the second half?
7: I think it has a lot to do with SMU. Not really needing to do much in the second half. There
1: obviously wasn't a lot of pressure
7: on them. No pressure, but um, I also think at the same time Tech played better defensively. I mean,
1: you we go made back a to bunch the, of mistakes in the first. half. Yeah, you go yeah, back to the first six, half. The first it. touchdown. Like you could argue that was an offensive pass interference. They're not going to call it in that spot.
7: No, no, you can't argue it. It it legitimately was, and they could have called it in that spot. You're an idiot to think that that's not true. But it not was a push off. Totally changed. You could say it was a dagger. Okay, it totally changed the outcome of the game.
1: <laughs> dagger. Then
7: you throw a pick six and you're down 14-0 and you hadn't even done anything yet. No, and, and it, one of them shouldn't have even been on the board.
1: And then it extends
7: to
1: 17-0. Then you get a stop inside your own, t- inside SMU's own 10, and you have the old proverbial 12 men on the field to extend a 98-yard touchdown drop. That, my friend, was the dagger. Like, those kind of mental mistakes drive me nuts. Like, 12 men on the field. Apparently, Smoke was sitting there motioning for a timeout, but he couldn't get the sideline to call it. At the half, Cumbie says, it's on me. Like, good old Coach Cumbie for taking credit for it, but holy cow, how do you have 12 men on the field on a punt return when you finally had a punt down at the two and you had stopped them inside the 10. That drives me bonkers. Do you want it to get better? It's 24 to nothing. There's 29 seconds remaining in the half. Oh, holly bolly by golly, here we go. We're going to run this puppy to the half. Tech lines up with four down linemen. They got seven guys like 25 yards off the ball and I'll be darned if they don't take it 67 yards to the 26-yard line. Are you kidding me? Tackle the guy. And I'm i am going to praise the defense in a sec. Two plays later, here we go again. You joked last week, oh, you don't practice a Hail Mary tip drill. Well, they didn't need the tip drill tonight. They lob it up in the end zone. The Tech DB, his vertical is only 32 inches. He needed 34 and it's a touchdown and it's thirty foot one to nothing with two seconds left in the half. And you know what I said to myself? Dead gummit, we deserve it. How do you make so many middle errors in one game against a team that went seven and six a year ago? And I don't care how many transfers they added. It's SMU. This isn't Eric Dickerson and Craig James. Like do you get where I'm coming from? like mental mistakes can't happen. This is college football, I and it's Division one. Act like it.
7: I don't know what it is about the road for tech.
1: Oh, yeah, it's fifteen straight road losses in a row. They haven't won on the road since December third, twenty twenty. Are you kidding me? you know if this- I didn't even have kids back then, probably.
7: I mean, do you do you have if you're comby Do you just not even let them back in the Joe? We practice somewhere else. How about you
1: put the blue jerseys on on the road or something?
7: The, I I texted you, made the comment. This, this is this fly
1: the Joe on the Air Force One over to Dallas if you have to.
7: This is tech of old. Those were tech mistakes we've seen the last two tech years. Tech of
1: old. It's tech of now. Uh, listen, we it's tech uh, of we, who we are. We, tech we, of present. Tech of today, September the fifth.
7: I thought we had gotten over some of them, is all I'm saying. Back to square one, mental mistake. You mistakes. must have
1: forgot week zero. It happened seven days prior.
7: We found a way to win seven days prior. You didn't on Saturday. 31-0 at half it was a tough pill to swallow. Not what you want to see. I asked the question, if we, if we end up losing this game... 35, 21. Are we this mad? Are we gonna is there any way to redeem it? But it was just such an ugly half. Like I, I don't care if you're playing Alabama. Like, you, some of those mistakes are just inexcusable. It's, Ed, not even, it's not even about who you're playing.
1: Better be glad it wasn't Alabama because it'd have been 62 zip at the half. Like Poor Hank Bachmeyer. We come in here last week and we're like, my gosh, the guy's a great leader. The guy's playing hard. The guy's doing what he can do. Like, thank goodness we're playing on turf because he'd never get to wear the white jersey again. He would have had so many stains
7: on his shirt from that one. He was laying on his back all afternoon. Do you feel like he held on to the ball too much? No, I don't. Not at all. What do you want him to do? Well, Who do you want him to throw well, it? Well, I feel like we had we had the the slant game pretty heavy, and then we had a couple of three step drops, and then first read wasn't there.
4: Okay, I is mean, that but it spot? just got
7: sacked five times in a row in like a three minute period. And how about we step up and block somebody?
1: Hey, you know what? Forget blocking somebody. Hold him one
7: time. I love Delphin. I'll be. I'll friend be friend do- of the program. Friend of the program. But he was a victim of some camera angles and replays the other night. They were tough to take in. They were tough to, to say that you put on a jersey and you play Division I football. Act like he didn't want to get hit. I mean, doing the old sh- the old shove the shoulder as they run by, untouched, essentially. Not a good, and not a good PFF grades. Bro. Ironically
1: enough, Hank chimes in. Don't think it's that Hank. Amen, I know Dr. Wood wants to put his stamp on it, but maybe we pulled Skip too early. I don't want to go that far. But, he also says Hank holds the hell out of it. And yes, the line was bad, but he don't help. Fair enough, we all have our own opinions. I thought but, there
7: was a few plays.
1: Okay, he might have. It. But here's the problem, too. I'll say this. and I'm, This might sound negative towards Sonny Cumbie, but it's not meant in that way. You went into this game with Marquise Crosby was on the shelf. Tyrese Shelton was on the shelf. That's your top two running backs. Travis Thornton uh, had about a leg and a half out there. Maybe a leg and a quarter. (laughs) He's your third running back. Cyrus Allen goes down on the second play of the game. He caught the first pass, limped on the second play, shut her down after that. True Edwards is out on the other side. So you're down four starters at your skill spots. Hey, Cumbie says postgame. Hey, I got to do a better job of getting Hank into a rhythm. I got to do a better job of getting us some passes that we can pl- complete. Listen, good on him for admitting that. But my response would be, you think? Like, like you said, like Hank held it too long on some RPOs. But guess what? Hank uh, Hank Bachmeier didn't play in an RPO offense until he showed up here in March. Like, he's got to struggle with some concepts in this big bad air raid we run. By the way, it doesn't look like an air raid to me. I said on the post-game show, throw it 55 freaking times and lose 62-3. to 3. But at least... I can say, you know what? We didn't keep trying to run it on fourth and two up the gut when we'd been sacked six times and had 11 tackles for a loss and our quarterback had grass stains from some turf. Do you kind of get where I'm going?
7: Yeah, but honestly, I mean, getting sacked so many times, I kind of get the not wanting to run the ball. I mean, not wanting to pass it again and wanting to run the ball. You can't run the ball. They were dominating you. We couldn't you. really pass it either. At least you could try.
1: You had 24 carries for 28 yards. Don't know if you're good at math. They didn't teach us that in our management classes because it's not about math, but that's just over one yard a carry. Win or lose, just ready for Tech to look like they have a plan on named texture. We're so reactive as an athletic department in university.
7: Please don't get Ben started on that. We don't have time.
1: Unnamed texter, how about Cumbie game plan towards the strengths and not try to force it? We saw how that worked last year. If the guys are good at the option, run the option. If Smoke's good at a screen, my gosh, throw him screens. Cyrus Allen can't run slants. He limped for 10 games last year. Run the vertical. And if you want to run the slant, put somebody else in. You know what I jokingly said on Bleed Tech Blue Beck? Hmm. We kind of live in a 7-5 and town. And I think a lot of people are happy with some mediocre results at times. And I'm not saying one person in that football building is happy with mediocre results. And I'm not saying Eric Wood is. But I think there's a lot of other people roaming the campus that are. Because I know the people in the football building, they want to win at the highest level. I know Eric Wood wants to win at the highest level. The folks that are surrounding them, kind of get what you get. I I just can't live in this era of my life at 32 years old, sitting here, making all these mental mistakes. You've practiced a punt return. If so-and-so runs out there as the 12th player, then take his helmet. Yeah. Okay. Can we talk about this? No, take his helmet. No, listen. Turn it in.
7: I'm legitimately asking. I come from a place of ignorance. Like, I, I do not know. How How does tw- the 12th player get it? I mean, is there different packages? I, I don't know. Not no, here? there's
1: no different packages. It's called, hey, one punt return on the field, and like some dude runs out there.
7: I mean, it can't be that.
1: No, it is. It's as elementary as it sounds.
7: And then when you're going where you're. Air quotes supposed to be? Do you not see that there's somebody already there and think, well, that's weird? Uh, yeah, shouldn't be out there. This guy's out there. Like you would think. I mean, okay, but but legitimately, is it is it potentially like somebody thinking, oh, I saw that guy limping earlier. It's it's so he's off, just assuming he's off. I mean, what is it? Maybe I don't know. Legitimately, it frustrates me. Randy says we wanted to skip out and a pass happy offense brought in home guess. We got the coaching change we wanted to help us. Listen, I've heard a lot of that this weekend. Maybe we fired Skip too early. Maybe, listen. That, that's what you're going to get when you suck. Like you beat SMU 51-10 to 10 in
1: 2017. You lost on a Hail Mary in 2021. And two short years later, you didn't even belong on the field with them. And they went 7-6 and six a year ago, and their starting quarterback was making a second career start. And quite honestly, wasn't that good. Like, Preston Stone? Like, oh, oh, Rod Gilmore, this guy looks, he looks up to Johnny Manziel. Like, he isn't even close to Johnny Manziel. Like, glad he wears number two. That's about as far as the similarities go. Like, is True Edwards Troy Edwards because he wears 16? Go ahead, take your next time out. We come back. Start looking into Northwestern State. Voice of the Demons, Patrick Netherton, will join us. you listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7.
11: As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit walpoltire.com.
4: At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number, you're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldog. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Hey, DQ
2: fans, the leaves are changing, and that only means one thing. The new fall blizzard treat menu's here. Dip it into the season with returning favorites like Snickerdoodle Cookie Dough, Pumpkin Pie, Oreo Hot Cocoa, Caramel Fudge Cheesecake, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Pie, and the Choco Dipped Strawberry. Or get your marshmallow on with the new Royal Reese's Flutter Nutter. That's seven crave-worthy treats, and they're only at participating DQ locations. We're happy. It tastes good.
5: Hey, Louisiana. I'm Joshua G. Hollins, executive director of the Louisiana Housing Corporation. Hot days mean high bills, but guess what? Our weatherization assistance program is here for you. We'll upgrade your home from air ceiling to HVAC. And the best part? We cover the bill. Join thousands of Louisiana homeowners at lhc.la.gov forward slash weatherization and beat the heat. This message is sponsored by the Louisiana Housing Corporation. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762.
1: Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, B.C. Beck Hayes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Joining us on the hotline, the voice of the Northwestern State Demons, Patrick Netherton. Patrick, thanks for taking some time to join us tonight. You got it. Got a question for you right off the top. I know you're big into barbecue. Love listening to the Patrick Netherton show over in Shreveport. Do you have a spot in Ruston as you're headed over this weekend?
6: There's, yeah. I mean, that's that's as easy as it comes. It's Bad Wolf. Yeah, it is. Um, Yeah, it is, and it's not. And honestly, I'll I'll be perfectly honest with you. I've eaten just about everywhere in the state that. Most people consider the best barbecue, and I think Bad Wolf and Andrew Kasky is the best barbecue in the state of Louisiana. Oh, wow. wow.
7: That's high
9: praise. Yeah. We can hang around. Yeah. yeah, and I've
6: done, I've, I've done Blue Oak and I've done The Joint and I've done Central uh, down in New Orleans, and uh, there's actually a pretty good place in Menden uh, called Smoking Jays, which is in a, it's actually in a gas station and it's <laughs> really nice. Mm. But, uh yeah bad wolf what andrew is doing over there y'all should y'all should feel blessed because we don't have anything close to that in treeport uh, and i wish we did because his is the best barbecue i've had in the state
7: wow well to continue on that theme the bulldogs are looking to barbecue the demons this weekend so can you tell us a little bit about the northwestern state team and and, uh and what's got you excited about them and uh, what we can be looking to see on the field from them this weekend
6: yeah, it's, you know, going in, they were kind of a mystery. Um, a lot of transfers, a lot of portal guys, um, you know, a lot of newcomers in general. I mean, basically half the team, little less than half the team is newcomers this year. Um, but, you know, you get Brad Laird back, who you guys know well in Ruston, mm-hmm. and he brings both his coordinators back, so it felt like, you know, maybe an opportunity for a, a little bit of continuity that way. And uh, what we saw in Lafayette was, the, the offense struggled pretty mightily. Um, Tyler Vanderwall, who's 25 years old and a seventh-year senior, <clears throat> kind of expected him to, to come in and be you know, be that general that you're looking for, and he struggled. He overthrew quite a few receivers. Um, you know, the, did have some unfortunate happenstance. Uh, you know, a couple of guys fell down on routes that probably would have been completions earlier in the game. Um, but the defense, I thought, played very well. And you look at it and you see 38 points and you think, well, the defense didn't play well. They really did. Um, by and large, they were putting pressure on the quarterback. They were uh, doing a really nice job against the run. They weren't getting gashed. Um, they gave up some big plays on some some guys out of position. But by and large, I was, I was very impressed with the defense. Uh, I think the offense has skill guys and playmakers that will get there eventually. Um, so I, I was... I was pleasantly surprised for the most part, just wish the offense had been a little bit uh, kind of more together and, and cohesive this early in the season.
1: We, we were joking earlier uh, about you know watching the Colorado game on Saturday and how Gus Johnson and Joel Klatt, it felt like every player they mentioned they talked about, he transferred from here, transfer from there. From a, from a broadcaster's standpoint, uh, with so many new players, and it's not just Northwestern State or just Louisiana Tech, that, does that make the preparation part, Uh, Much more difficult leading up to a game?
6: Sure, yeah. And and honestly, the part about it that's really difficult is you just don't know the guys. You don't have any history with them. Um, You don't have any background with them. And so it makes it difficult. You know, you walk into a practice and you introduce yourself to the team, and half the face is looking back at them, back at you, you've never seen before. And it also makes it difficult because some sometimes it's hard to find bio information on mm-hmm. them um, kind of hard to, to figure out what you know who these guys are where they're from all that stuff you get the you know you get the basics the the height weight hometown where they transferred from but trying to find some nuggets of information on guys can be difficult and so uh you know that to me is the hardest part is trying to add some context like yeah this guy's a a transfer from here but what's the context? You can get it with the quarterbacks. You know, I, I know Vanderwall is a 25 year old. I know that he's a seventh year senior. I know what he did at Idaho State, what he did at Wyoming, and he got beat out by Josh Allen uh, in Wyoming, and that's why he ended up transferring. Like I, I, I have good context for him, but being able to find some some good nuggets on some of these other guys is tough, especially when there's 53 of them that you're trying to find info on. So. I me mean, that's the hardest part it's it's not identifying them you know you can see the jersey numbers you can you know where they're from it's trying to add context to who these guys are and why they're there
1: one guy that's been in Natchitoches for quite some time Scooter Adams really uh played himself a well of a football game down in Lafayette he had the touchdown catch late uh what what does he add to this team from a running back and I guess as a receiver out of the backfield as well
6: yeah, Scooter. You know, Scooter's become a better receiver than a runner. It seems like of late. He's had he last year. He had two 80-plus yard uh, touchdown catches. Uh, had the big one late in the game uh, against Lafayette. So you know, Scooter's just he's a game breaker. The guy's got elite speed. Um, he's tougher than he looks, or tougher than he probably should be at his size. Um, but he is absolutely. Uh, you know, he can house it anytime he touches it. Um, the interesting thing is NSU has, uh, brought in a guy. They, they brought in a transfer last year from Buffalo. They brought in a transfer this year from Eastern Michigan. Uh, they've got another guy who was a Juco transfer last year. And so they feel like they're really deep at running back. So Scooter's not getting a ton of touches in, you know, in the backfield, but he is such a danger on those wheel routes and getting out into the, into the flats. Um, you know, that that's where he's becoming such a weapon for this NSU team.
1: And you mentioned the defense, obviously. On the surface, uh, 38 points doesn't look that impressive. But I, I agree. You hold ULL 14 of 32 through the air. I think they had three turnovers in that game. They really struggled on third down. Uh, I, I was looking at the defensive coordinator. He's in his second year. I know Brad Laird uh, kind of makes his mark on that defensive side of the ball. Uh, who are some names to kind of watch on that side as we get set for Saturday night?
6: Well, it, it, that's, there's, there's quite an interesting question because that's where most of the new players have, have come from, is on the defensive side. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, uh, middle linebacker. Uh, you'll see him number 21, Jared Pedraza. We call him the human tackle for loss. He, every time he, he shows up, it seems like he's got a tackle for loss. Um, there's a couple of guys that are on the outside. Uh, Trevion Sneed is a number 24, a defensive end, uh, who's, who's kind of shined. He's an SMU transfer. So you figure he's probably got that, that ability. Um, and then there's a couple of uh, there's actually a couple of transfers from Campbell that came with uh, Glosser Weston Glosser, the Demon defensive coordinator. They didn't transfer in last year when Glosser got there, but they transferred in this off season to come back and join their old defensive coordinator, um, Justice uh, uh, Galloway Velasquez, who's a, a linebacker, and Tate Woolard, who's a safety. Um, both of those guys you're going to see, um, you know, and, and they're guys that are comfortable in that defense, but. The thing that I really appreciated is, is, yeah, you gave up 38 points. As you mentioned, third downs were good. This was a team that was dead last in the country in turnover margin last year uh, and just didn't. They only forced 11 turnovers last year, the whole season. They already had three in game one, including a nice interception that came off of a pressure on the quarterback. So uh, the things that Weston Glosser wants to do, he wants. 35 sacks, he wants 45, uh, uh, 35 takeaways, 45 sacks, and 75 tackles for loss. And, you know, didn't have quite the tackle for loss numbers, but you got a sack, you got a bunch of pressures, you got those turnovers. Uh, It feels like that defense is sort of turning into what he wants it to be, and that is something that you can hang your hat on.
1: You know, we had an opportunity to speak with some of the Louisiana Tech players today, and Sonny Cumbie talked about the in-state rivalry, and I think this rivalry dates back all the way to 1922. I mean, it's been going on for quite some time. And, you know, we remember some of the recent history, NSU with the huge upset. uh, I believe that was back in 2014. They played again Mm -hmm. in 2017. So there's been a lot of really big games Uh, and really a lot of fun games between these two teams in in recent years. But from an NSU fan perspective, what's the fan base like when they get the chance to match up with Louisiana Tech? Is it a game that they look forward to and and always try to make the trip over to Ruston? Just because, like I said, it's been a rivalry for so many years.
6: Sure. I mean, you know, it was the State Fair game, right, forever and ever. They'd come to Shreveport and play at State Fair Stadium, and, um, you know, it was a big deal. And, And for the, you know, the old heads, so to speak. It still is a really big deal. Obviously, the, the younger guys, you know, Tex moved on, moved up, you know, NSU's kind of stayed where they are. So the rivalry isn't quite the same in football as it may still be in basketball or baseball, softball, where they play much more often in you know, volleyball, that kind of thing. Um, but the the rivalry is still there. I mean, look, you know, people went crazy in 14 when, uh when, when NSU kicked the field goal and and the fireworks went off back on the, the practice field afterward, um, it's still one of my favorite memories of all time. And of course,
5: the,
6: the best well the, the best part about that is, of course, the athletic director was Tommy McClellan, who was the former Northwestern State deep snapper, and you know a, a scholar athlete at NSU. And so the the conspiracy theory was that that you know McClellan made sure that they shot the fireworks (laughs) off because then as she won which we of course all love in reality they had to shoot them because they would already paid for them. they couldn't you know they had to do it um it just so happened it came in a loss um and so tommy you know tommy got raked over the coals a little bit for that but it was for us it was amusing and of course i'm on the post-game show uh saying that they're you know they're firing off fireworks for the northwestern state victory in ruston uh you know we had a we had a heck of a lot of fun with it but Yeah, it's a great rivalry. And and I don't understand, despite the difference in levels, you know, uh, ULL in the Sunbelt, Tech in Conference USA, whatever, whatever despite the levels, I don't understand why we don't play these games more often, right? It was 14-17 and now 23. Uh, NSU hadn't played ULL since 15. Um, This should be every two, three, four years on the schedule, Rotate these guys in because, look, it's going to be some of the best crowds of the year Uh, every time you show up. Northwestern's going to bring a good contingent of folks to to the stadium because they enjoy the rivalry. It's easy. It's close. These are games that should be played. They they should be on the schedule regularly. Um, I love the fact that baseball always plays each other and softball always plays each other. They're good, easy midweek games. I just think football and your, your men's basketball and women's basketball that should, those should be games that regularly on the schedule. Um, they just make so much sense to have those games being played and to have the folks be able to show up and enjoy them. Because let's be honest, when Charlotte comes to to Ruston, no one cares, right? No no one no one cares, and no one from Charlotte yeah. is showing up in Ruston to watch the game. Whereas tons of people will show up from Nacogdoches and Shreveport. Uh, to come watch a game at at and I I love it. I love these matchups, and they should be done more often.
1: Last question: We'll let you get out of here for for Northwestern to have success on Saturday night. What must they do?
6: I, I'd like to see some more consistency offensively. You know, the offensive line actually pass protected really well. Um, Tyler Vanderwall was able to stand in the pocket. He had lots of time to throw. Uh, receivers weren't really getting open, or when they did get open, he was misfiring. Um, I'd just like to see some continuity in the offense. You're going to have to score points. You know, you can't rely on the defense to go out there. In, in today's football, yeah. try, asking a defense to go out and give up 7, 10, 14 points is crazy. Um, so, you need to see some continuity with the offense. And if you're going to pull the upset, you need to have turnovers. You need to have uh, some kind of a big play, maybe in special teams, something like that. One of those kind of freak things that happen. Like in 14, NSU picks up multiple turnovers in the fourth quarter, which led to points, which is why they came back and won. So, uh, yeah, I, I just, for for me personally, I just want to see NSU show some signs of life offensively, see Vanderwall maybe get into a rhythm and hit some receivers, put up a little bit of yardage. Because this was a top 20 passing team last year in the FCS. Uh, we just haven't seen it so far this season through one game, and with Stephen F. Austin, the oldest rival for Northwestern State, coming into town for the home opener in two weeks, you definitely want to start to see some of that continuity pick up, win or lose in that game.
1: Tremendous stuff, Patrick. If you can, keep our buddy Tyler Moody under wraps on Saturday night. and uh,
6: No, there's no keeping <laughs> Moody under wraps. He's a he's a, a, a supernova all on his own. <laughs> Appreciate it. We'll, we'll
1: see you on Saturday night. And thank you. All
6: right. Sounds good.
1: Patrick Netherton, voice of the Demons, joining us here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Go ahead, take a quick time out. You're listening to BC Bank. John Tabor will be back right after this.
9: Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, to pre owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24 7 online at buyCourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family Rustin.
8: At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number, you're a part of a team. This is Anna L. Robertson with The Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's uncommon bankers. Or visit online at LN.Bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC.
2: Every day is game day at the dugout and rusted. Warm up with our bases loaded nachos and fried pickles. Make the call to the bullpen for that home run chili cheeseburger combo. And our chicken wings and chicken strips, well, they'll make you feel like an all-star. And you have to try our new Texas tacos. Plus, the dugout has the best frozen daiquiris in town. That's the dugout 2008 Champions Way in Ruston at the Ruston Sports Complex.
11: All the scores, all the plays, all the playmakers. We will rewind the week in high school football Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. on the High School Football Rewind Show. This is Mark Kramer. Join me as we break down what happened in high school football. Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for the High School Football Rewind on your home for sports in North Louisiana 97.7.
5: You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762.
1: Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, B.C. Beck John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. I want to appreciate, thank Patrick Netherton, Voice of the Demons, for joining us. Uh, i still sweating from that 615 segment, but uh, i get calmed down here in a second. Beck, you know, we're a little bit of a younger generation. Um,
7: it's your birthday coming up. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow? Couple,
1: no. couple whoa, days?
7: November 12th? Oh, Real close. well, no, September, yeah, I thought. Bad. My anniversary is tomorrow. Is that what yes, you what I'm thinking of. It's weird that you know that. But uh, nine years. No, Kenneth Dixon you know went that. 99
1: yards to the house. Yes. At ULL, but I was at your wedding. Yep. That's right. Thank you. I, you're welcome. I went to yours the month before. Uh, after, month after. Month after. Yeah. But hey, he got married tapes. Held on to her credit to him. I got, but we're younger, so like I want to ask Patrick about, about the thought, and I'm not necessarily, you know, like to the tech locker room. I, I don't think a, this is a big rivalry game to him.
7: It's I, one you certainly don't want to lose, though. No,
1: for sure. But I don't know that I necessarily view it as a rivalry either. But I do agree with like that you get a team like Northwestern to come to Russell and that. An hour down the road, like yeah, like you're okay. gonna pick up an extra thousand. Everybody, you know, it's still a rivalry too. A
7: seventy or eighty year old boosters, true. I mean, it doesn't have to. be. Everybody loves it to be a rivalry, or not. It's like why can't it just be an interesting game? Like it's a game with a little more interest. Like just we're an hour and a half down the road from each team. yeah. 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 yeah, and just you're like you said, you're gonna you're gonna bring up fans. You might bring a few from Shreveport. And by hey, God, I'm not saying I want to be in the South one. It's only going to be 90 one. degrees. It'll be a little cool one. Yeah, and like just I said, I, I'm not saying I want to be in the South one, but
1: when you're talking about non-conference games, like I do think this game has a little bit of interest to yeah. it. Like yeah. and like he said, with Charlotte, like Charlotte isn't going to travel anybody. And quite frankly, I don't give a rip to watch Charlotte play in the Joe anyways because Charlotte sucks. Yeah. All right, I got to ask you this. All right. In terms of sports overall, I I think a lot of times our viewing pleasures when it comes to television changes the older we get. Correct? Correct. When you think about all the changes to college football, transfer portal, NIL, I guess that's the two major changes. Right. Lots changed in college football within the last three or four years. You got a COVID year mixed in there as well that was pretty dreadful if you were a fan. Like it was brutal. All the different hoops you had to jump through to go to a game. All right. In terms of your fanhood, from a from a from your perspective, this is you. Rank your sports like number one college football, number two the NFL, number three college basketball, number four NBA, number five, you know, whatever. What like what like how do you rank your viewing interest and has that changed over the last four or five years since college football has gone through so many different all the movement?
7: Yeah, I'm I'm a big NFL guy. You are. I love college football too. I don't I wouldn't even like argue to for one or the one or two spot with those. What what gets NFL to me is consistent. And uh, so does and the I'm NFL
1: a, hook you because of fantasy though?
7: Yeah, it does. Well, more so gambling than fantasy because. NFL, I feel like is, Dave, like, I want to hear from you is much easier to gamble because it's a little more consistent. Like, you know, twenty okay. one. I, 21- I think the NFL is harder to gamble than college. Well, for my style of gambling, so again, you're like ten dollars a pop. Well, like no, I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to take a bunch of like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pick Colorado this week over TCU. There's people that will do that. Yeah, yeah, and that's not going to be me. NFL is a little more consistent, but as far as like conferences and, and I like that's all that's too much for me, and it and it does. Like taper so does that down. help your? In, does that make your interest wane? A yeah, little it bit? does. But what I what I focus like I love tech and I'm going to support tech. And then I just I want big games. Like I don't care about like Florida I don't LSU about, the other yeah, night. You didn't don't care. care the teams, but you know I it's don't a big care game. what it means for conference championship status. I don't care about any of that. I want to watch an interesting game with two teams that are relevant. And I don't care what conference they're from. I don't care if they are going to lose conference or win conference now. I don't really care about the playoff. I just don't want a such blowout games in the playoffs. Like. I don't think about conferences at all. So does the NIL
1: portion matter? But
7: there's 50 games on Saturday, and so I'm just going to watch the two or three I want to watch. NIL is annoying because I do think it hurts people like Tech. Like that's where it hurts me. But because I think we're just going to lose out. If you're good, if you have a if you have a Trey Harris, he's going to leave. Yeah. Who by the way had three touchdowns in the first four minutes of the Ole Miss game the other day looking like he finished with four touchdowns on the day, looking like he made a good decision.
1: Uh, Brenner says, Beck's number one viewing interest is the Big Bang Theory. Probably right. Oh, good one. Kenneth
7: says, Tech sucks pretty bad, too. You
1: ain't lying, Kenneth! Um, let's see here.
7: Taves. What? what do you think?
1: Uh, see, I was talking a bit
12: about that earlier. I was always more of a college guy when I was younger. Mm-hmm. As a kid and and up through teen years and, I guess really when I started playing fantasy, seriously, probably 10, 12 years ago, just little by little, I've kind of gravitated more beyond just my rooting interest and to follow the league as a whole, and in the same token, kind of the opposite with college. Still follow my my rooting interest, but now with all the conference shakeups and now with players playing three different schools in four years and... It's hard to keep up with who's where, what, when, why, anymore. And yeah, I still want to see great games and, and, and yeah. the play mm-hmm. on the field, the marvel at the athletic ability of these young men out there. But that old school rooting interest kind of feels with that with college, the regional aspect of it that's lost now. And so now I've kind of shifted more.
1: I, I think towards the, the pros. I think the thing for me, when it comes to college football, like like the the transfer portal, the NIL, the realignment, like all that stuff, like I don't know if bothers the right word. Like I'm I'm kind of numb to it at this point. Yeah,
12: yeah I am just like It's just it's too much. Laissez faire man, yeah. whatever. Just put a ball down.
1: But I was telling exactly. somebody like this past Saturday, like the first Saturday, like real Saturday of college football, like I am so drawn to like an electric atmosphere. Yeah. Like like a Penn State atmosphere, like a Michigan atmosphere. Virginia Tech, yeah. Yeah, like all that, like I am so drawn to that, and I'm so drawn to like a Gus Johnson, Joel Clad on the call, like a Joe Tessitore on the call, a Chris Fowler, Kirk Hersey. Like something about that to me. Well, that's nostalgic
7: for us. We grew up with with Kirk, and that's what I mean is like just a few, there's a few games I care about, and it's that kind of stuff. It's the atmosphere, it's the call. and
1: those people calling the games, I feel like they draw me in as much as like, some of the you know some of the actual teams do, and I think from Tech's perspective, like I, like you said, like I'm always going to support Tech. Like I always want Tech to win. I always always him to win a conference championship or win a bowl game or Jamar to be a captain. Well, that's not happening. <laughs> but you, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm always going to be here for Tech. But I, I just think I, I don't know if my interest has waned in college football. But like. I will say, like, my interest in college basketball is not near what it used to be. Oh, I could
7: care less, almost. Except for March Madness, and it's only because of gambling.
1: And, like, I'll watch Tech basketball. But, like, I'm not turning on Duke and Virginia Tech to hear Jay Billis bark up a tree about how much money Zion Williamson should be making. Like, I don't have a problem with Zion Williamson making the money, but I sure as heck don't want Jay Billis telling me about it. And I don't care about Seth Greenberg. I love... Like, I... I love MLB. Like, a lot of people don't. Yeah, I think... Like, I like the NFL. Why do I like the NFL? Fantasy. Like, I don't really have a team. And if it wasn't for fantasy, I'm not one of those guys. Like, you oh, don't have a team. Well, other than the Jags. But what I'm saying is, like, like I, like I, if it wasn't for fantasy, and I'm not saying I wouldn't watch the NFL because of the political thing, like a lot of people like to say, but, like, I just wouldn't watch that much. Like, fantasy is so addicting to me. And I don't think you can ever draw that to college, though. No, you can't. Like college fantasy I've tried to play and it's brutal.
7: No, but we're a fan. We have a we have a real team in college. All right, let me ask you this though.
1: If you were Eric Wood or whoever, regardless A D at XYZ University, and you were hearing that your fans interest waned because of NIL or conference realignment or transfer portal, do you spend a lot of money saying, All right, we gotta find different ways to draw fans to the field or to the stadium? Like like is it worth it?
7: Ben, I just it's just as simple as is fans will come if you win, and fans will come if you put a.
1: I don't. I don't think there's
12: there's not enough bouncy houses. Yeah, no, it's just you gotta Face win. painting in this world, and if to you,
7: substitute for wins. If you, you got, fans will come if you win, and more fans will come if you win and score sixty points a game. It's just the reality, and a I, I'm with I'm with tapes. I hate all that extra bouncy point. house stuff. Go yeah, back but, to,
12: but little Charlie and Brianna aren't the ones buying
1: tickets. Nope. <laughs> no. It's Dale and Susie. Mom and dad. Dad and mom.
7: Kent and Claire.
1: Yeah. I'm like, here's the deal. Dale too, wants to watch a winner. But you make a good point about 60 points. Back in 2012, we would be so ticked off after a game that we allowed 45. But at the same time, we'd be like, did you see Ray Holly and Quentin Patton and Hunter Lee and Miles White and Colby Cam? And did you see Stephen Warner setting up the offensive line? You know what I'm saying, though? There
7: was players. There were some dogs.
1: Like, you cared about how many points you scored because. Guess what? It was fun. Beck, we could call the plays from the stands in
7: 2012, and it didn't matter. Ben, the other thing I just thought about is is how many schools are dealing with. You don't get to know guys because they transfer. Well, I think that if you're a
1: university and you want to invest some money wisely, to me that would be the angle. You got to get say. you got
7: to get people to know the players.
1: And I'm not talking about a Smoke Harris, a guy that stays for six years. It's like. Get Hank Bachmeyer on a local news station or, you know, like I'm just throwing Put him in the Chick-fil-A in. A line. Yeah, I'm just spit working Work in Chick-fil-A. Yeah, like get him out there. And like, listen, a lot of guys might not want to do that. And no hey, idea. maybe
7: you don't got to do that in Alabama, but you got to do it at Tech.
1: Yeah. I'm going to use some... mind, I'm not going Let's go ahead take our next time out. we come back, Luke McCown, former quarterback of the Bulldogs will join us. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7.
4: At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number, you're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldog. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC.
10: It's bow time. Get fired up tonight because Bojangles has your family meal covered. Always scratch made, always by hand. Not in a microwave oven, but an oven oven. Biscuits baked 49 steps fluffy, chicken marinated 12 hours bold, and more fresh made fixings to choose from. We've got the cooking tonight so you can enjoy more time with your family and more home cooking for your money. Order your family meal on the app tonight. It's Bo time. Bojangles is now offering bone-in
2: chicken on Louisville Avenue in Monroe and Farwell Highway in Ruston.
9: Check out the Courtesy Automotive Family with Courtesy Direct. Click it, pick it, then come get it from our floor to your door. That's Courtesy Direct at BuyCourtesy.com. Shop 24-7 online or at two lots filled with seven of the leading brands. Chevy, GMC, Buick, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Jeep. The Courtesy Automotive Family off I-20, exit 86 north and south of the interstate in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy
10: a car. Hey Tech fans, do you have a young Bulldog fan, 8th grade or under? Well, the Champs Kids Club, sponsored by Super One Foods, is perfect for you and your little Bulldog fans. It includes free admission to All-Tech home regular season games, special Champs Kids Club-only invites, and much, much more. Champs Kid Club memberships are on sale now. Call 318-257-3631 or go to LaTeXSports.com backslash tickets. Bark away, Bulldog fans. It's almost go time at the Joe. How about them dogs?
3: Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubak Rustin Monroe, 97.7.
5: Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762.
1: Welcome back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Ains, John Tabor. Still working to get in contact with Luke McCown on this Tuesday night. Unnamed Texter says Sonny Dykes will be available if TCU keeps losing. It's a fair point. Whew. <laughs> Did you see Sonny after the game?
7: Yeah, he. Uh... It was a little sour. <laughs> he was. I think he was shocked. I think he knew he was about to be the face of the media. First off, St. Dykes
1: is not the most uh, exhilarating personality out there.
7: The best way I can describe it is he's like a librarian's husband. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yes. Like just not. But always get, ticked you know, off. Always mad about something. He uh, he put some heavy blame on the strength and conditioning and the nutrition department for his players <laughs> cramping up in the second quarter, which honestly hadn't even crossed my mind as a as a thing to be upset about. But I guess. I agree with them a little bit, but also maybe you don't like do it buck, at the podium.
1: It's probably a buck
7: fifteen on the field,
1: like yeah, like if you're gonna cramp, you're gonna cramp. But also,
7: you yeah, you you play in Texas, you should know that.
1: Huh. Uh, Andrew in Memphis, shout out Memphis, Tennessee. What's happening? Uh is just, just praying our ship isn't sinking at Latex.
7: Hey, let me let me. what's just. I do want to address this.
1: All right, address like put me back in my place, please. <clears throat> we thought
7: after, we pit. We predicted we would be one and one after week we two. We did, Ben. Are we or are we not one and one? Tech's one and one. Tech is one and one.
1: But I just
12: don't we understand. Tech
7: should be two and one after this weekend. Potentially, possibly, could be three and one. I'm just saying. Let's not jump ship yet. And here we we've got to this place in our family I mean that's ship. a fan. You win and you're not happy. You lose it's in a certain coach. way you're yeah. not happy. You lose a game you're supposed to lose and we're not happy because we made a bunch of dumb mistakes. Now, I'm not at all saying don't be mad about 12 guys on the field <laughs> that's on court Be mad.
1: I no. Be no no, mad. No, no 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 no.
7: Hold on. Don't a get fired up again.
1: I'm not. The thing I can't get over is not 12 men on the field. It's twelve men on the field. It's a sixty-seven yard run with twenty-nine
7: seconds remaining in the Man, half. We give up what? sixty burger runs every game. Get over it. It's gonna happen. We gotta score again to t- to make up for it.
1: Another hail mary against SMU. Like they are that two wasn't for a two. Hail
7: mary. It was a deep ball that
1: might as well been a hail mary.
7: Just because the guy jumped over our guy doesn't mean it's a hail mary. He mossed him. If I would have, if if Friday night I'd have said Ben Tech loses this game thirty eight fourteen.
1: I'd have been ticked.
7: What would you wanted the score to be?
1: Uh, more than fourteen points on offense because you only scored twenty two the previous week.
7: I, I I said I we mean I, I, lose agree, 42-31. I agree. Thirty one. We didn't hang it on FIU and they're a terrible team. So I guess I wasn't going in thinking we were going to drop thirty on SMU uh, I with think, a, no, a pretty I, good defensive no, line. No,
1: I'm pretty sure that we convinced ourselves. That FIU was a little bit decent on off on as a team, and guess what? what? They're straight garbage. They Go back and listen to the show. Were the you main, there? They barely beat the main Black Bears.
7: Ben, we did not agree to that. We were pretty vocal about how bad FIU was. At least maybe I'm just a realist. You got your Pepsi goggles on over there. Whatever it is you drink.
1: Let's go ahead. Jump right to the hotline. Joined by former Louisiana Tech quarterback Luke McCown. Luke, thanks for taking some time out of your busy schedule to join us tonight. Man, absolutely.
13: Football field myself, so I'm
1: looking forward to talking to some ball. Absolutely. I want to start on a few things with you. Uh, first off, obviously you played quarterback at Louisiana Tech 20 plus years ago. Now, uh, how different? do you think it would be for you? And I I know you have a kid going through the recruitment process right now, but how different is this recruiting process versus what you went through back in your day?
13: Uh, A lot different, Uh, a lot different. The transfer portal uh, has has changed the landscape of of recruiting really at every level from the power five to the group five to the SDS and and even below there. Uh, I've – Literally, talk to, uh, uh, you know, other FCS schools, um, that just won't recruit a high school quarterback. <laughs> they just, uh, they, they, they are in a position where they don't have to recruit a high school quarterback. Um, and, uh, they, they, uh, you know, unless it's a guy that, uh, they have a tie to one way or the other, uh, that's, you know, a four star and is just gonna somehow slip through the cracks. Um, they may not recruit one at all. They're going to go to the portal and see what they can find there, and, and that makes it um, really hard on, a, you know, on those later developing high school quarterbacks that have some ability and some talent and some promise um, to go somewhere and, and have an opportunity to grow and develop. And, it, you know, it's one of those unfortunate things that maybe wasn't really thought all the way through in terms of the portal and, and the, uh, the ripple effects. So, I think it's vastly different than than how it was, you know, when I was when I was coming out twenty, golly, twenty
1: three years ago now. And, you know, I got a chance to listen to you kind of relating this to the trench report a little bit. I listened to you on the Coach Me Up podcast with Jimmy Dykes and Chris Burke, and that was tremendous. But just about your role, you, you play ten plus years in the NFL. I think you only started ten or eleven games your whole career. And you talked a lot about, you know, how you got to be a good teammate, how you got to be trusted, not only with the starting quarterback, with your coaching staff as well when it comes to preparing your teammates to play on Sundays. And, you know, you talk about the transfer portal. You got all these new faces that come to a team year in and year out. Building that camaraderie, not only with being a, a player that's a backup, like how difficult must that be for a coach in this day and age? Yeah, really difficult.
13: <laughs> I mean, uh, so Jeff, Jeff Trailer down at UTSA is still a dear friend of mine. He was my offensive coordinator, uh, in high school. And, um, he has talked about the difficulty of not knowing who's going to be on your roster next year. So, you know, quite a little, or have the possibility anyways of having, uh, at least, uh, 50% turnover. Just on one side of the football, and uh, that's a lot when you're talking about trying to build a program. Uh, It really has become, you know, kind of the minor league of the NFL. It really, see of sort, uh, to college football, and I think it hurts it in in a lot of ways. Um, I think the, the, you know, at, at, at some point the traditions. Uh, you know, I had an older brother that was at Texas A&M, who's a, a great tradition in their program, um, and and I think those at some point begin to get hurt because uh, the the long, you know, tenured players uh, that uh, a, a program was built around, say a, a Leland McElroy or a Dat Wynn or something like that, those guys may only be there for a year because they were at some other school two years ago. And it's it's going to be hard traditionally to keep things and keep things how college football how the landscape has generally been over the last 20 years, uh, and because it hurts the hurts the tenure uh, of um, of the names and the faces that you know kids grow up seeing, you know wearing. And, and those same players that they get to see for four years. They may only see them for one, and then they go somewhere else. And so, again, it's just, man, it's a wild thing. I don't know that, that, that anybody ever thought they would come to this. I personally, my, my older brother Josh um, transferred from SMU. He went one double A at the time to Sam Houston State, ended up being a third-round draft pick. So I don't really know. I, I understand the premise of it. Like, I, I, I get why. But, um, you know, if you wanted to make a lateral move back then, you had to sit out a year. And if you wanted to go and play right away, you had to transfer down. And I don't know why that was – it didn't seem broke to me, I guess, is is my point.
7: That's a good point, Luke. And I think Ben and I kind of share the same sentiment there as well. But let's switch to this, this La Tech team. I think after two games, a lot of fans are – Are left wanting more from the offense. Can you talk a little bit about what you've seen so far and what you think the the issues may be um, from just a a scoring standpoint?
13: Yeah. Again, I mean, I I think it goes right along hand in hand with with um, you know kind of what we've been talking about. And I don't know the numbers this year. I know two years ago we had like 19 new players, Mm -hmm. uh, which was a lot. Now there are you know some teams that are dealing with even more than that, but. Uh, that that makes it hard on a coach. Again, you're you're inserting a player, um, that you brought in in the spring. Uh, he's a transfer guy, and 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 even Hank. I've had time to, to work with Hank and and uh, be around him. And uh, this system is still new to him. Like this is, you know, he played, I guess, three years at Boise, right? And so this system is still very new to him. And it, it takes a it takes a you know, a, a time a, it, t- it takes a lot of reps uh, and a lot of time on task to really feel comfortable in an offense. And uh, what I what I know about Hank is that it, he he's a student of the game. He loves the game. He's kind of this gym rat kind of a guy. And so um, the the scoring woes and the offensive woes the, that that doesn't feel like we've hit our stride yet. That that's coming. I really believe that's coming. Um, just because I've I've been at some practices I was at the game two weeks ago at the the, the opener uh, what a great comeback win and so um, I think it's just a matter of time time on task time with new players getting adjusted to the system listen spring game and spring football and all that stuff that's that's one aspect of you know kind of engrossing yourself into the system and trying to get it learned but those aren't you know, it's not, it's not a game. Obviously, not, those aren't live bullets. If you, if you pardon the expression, it, it's just it, it goes different when it becomes live, and and you have to make full speed adjustments. And so, uh, they're going to hit their stride in the next week or two, and and uh, we'll be off and running.
1: Well, Luke, we, we appreciate you taking some time tonight. Uh, to join us, like I said, I know you got a busy schedule. You mentioned you've been doing some football tonight, so uh, we appreciate you taking some time to catch up with us and uh, looking forward to seeing you out at the Joe in the coming weeks. Man, I always look forward
13: to talking to you guys. Appreciate you having me.
1: Thanks, Luke. Appreciate it. Luke McCown joining us tonight on the Hotline. Beck, I, I think that, you know, you, you talk about former players, and, like, yeah, Luke played 20 years ago, but I feel like every former player you hear from shares the same sentiment. And, like, he makes the point about Hank. Like, that's what we were saying earlier. Like, you played a pro-style system for so many years, and then you want to come to Louisiana Tech. And, like he said, like, spring football's good. At the same time, like, Hank Bachmeyer hadn't been hit until he got hit against FIU.
7: Yep.
1: He had been hit since last October. Like, it's going to take some time to get used to some of those types of things. And, listen, I hope he's right. I hope that offense starts clicking. I think with Hank... At the quarterback position, he's definitely got the talent. There's no doubt about it.
7: I agree. And, I mean, you have a game like this, too, you kind of get knocked on your butt. It kind of resets you a little bit. You get a lot. Of, like, film is invaluable. I don't know if people understand that. But having film. Oh, you're a big film guy. Yeah, big film guy. It's invaluable. There's a I lot to learn is. from this this SMU game. I think Hank gets better. Well, I think a little gut check. A little gut check. Like, hey, you need to hit the weights maybe max out this week uh, or something might need
1: to watch it two hours of film instead of
7: hour 45 yeah the the, the concern with playing a team like fiu and i'm not even gonna say it in, in smu a, no northwestern yeah State. i was gonna say it, but well, i'm not going to is you you get a little false confidence you're right you got to do the little things right yeah and this was a good reminder that uh maybe not having 12 guys on the field not the right thing to do we'll You're right we'll be back right after this
8: At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number, you're a part of a team. This is Annala Robertson with The Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers, or visit online at LN.Bank, Equal Housing Lender, Member FDIC.
11: As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com.
2: Hey, DQ fans, the leaves are changing, and that only means one thing. The new fall blizzard treat menu's here. Dip it into the season with returning turning favorites like Snickerdoodle Cookie Dough, Pumpkin Pie, Oreo Hot Cocoa, Caramel Fudge Cheesecake, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Pie, and the Choco Dipped Strawberry. Or get your marshmallow on with the new Royal Reese's Flutter Nutter. That's seven crave-worthy treats, and they're only at participating DQ locations. We're happy It tastes good. Wake up. Did you know?
3: Wake up and hear what you've been missing. It's the Nick Brown Show, Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 a.m. on 97.7. Follow Nick on Twitter, Facebook, and listen online. Wake up. Join us this Saturday. It's the Nick Brown Show, 8 to 10 a.m. Saturdays on 97.7.
5: you gotta love it tech sports that is that's why there's bleed tech blue radio brought to you by louisiana national bank Call or text the show at 888-993-7762.
1: Final segment of the show as we wrap it up on this Tuesday night, Unnamed texter says we might as well hire Skip as a consultant and embrace mediocrity. Get
7: get out of here. Is it a,
1: I said it's a seven and five town. Um, Andrew in Memphis, I wanted ch- something to cheer for this season, not be ashamed of. Um, Hank says, where's Hank's arm strength at? I don't think he's got bad arm strength, does he? I mean, I'm not well, the basically saying it's just, elite. But. Well, we
7: just haven't thrown the ball down the field.
1: Yeah, really. That's a good point.
7: So, Louisiana Tech at home this week against Northwestern I got State. one thing to say. All right, let's hear it. If there was anything that was good about the SMU game, those crispy white jerseys. Woo! Oh! Man, you ain't lying. Those are new this year, if you haven't noticed. And, hey, those blues those are going to be on on Saturday. Those crispy.
1: Those blues are going to be on on Saturday. And let me tell you something. They're going to have a name on the back. Ooh. And it's going to look darn good under the lights of Joe IA Stadium. And we can all sit and pray that we don't flash them lights on a missed field goal. And if we don't, the dogs are back. The bell's going to be ringing, and the stadium audio is going to be
7: probably not on point. <laughs> Sound like you're playing through a Nokia flip phone. But Here Comes Champ won't be coming out. Whoo, <laughs> Have I think we single-handedly may have destroyed Here Comes Champ. Might have. And hey! More power to us. I can retire from BTB radio. Shout I have done out, my service. Shout out to
1: some of you in the tech athletic department that decided to listen. Because I will tell you one
7: thing. And what's
1: cr- You deserve a lot
7: of praise for that one. I've heard from several people how pleased they were about that.
1: When Champ walks out... I, listen, I like Champ. Hey, I'm but a big Champ But when he walks guy. out with that 24-inch by 18-inch flag... And decides to run down the middle of Joe I Stadium, I ain't never seen one person stand up and clap for it. We can't even get a We Are Bulldog started off of that. Just, There's no high. Do, do we still
12: have the the remote control car?
1: Haven't used it yet, but tapes. Tapes. I'm it's not even early. that mad about that. Maybe the car's not ready, and we. It, uh,
7: it probably was a little bit hot for Tech to be out there. Yeah, I just don't want to feel like we're Louisiana Tech, the middle school. That's all I'm asking. Let's it's just always, do something. The only reason we don't want champ. you telling me, you telling me when the other team's on the other sideline, and they and they see here comes Champ that they're not like hey guys, I got a we, better idea we can win champ. this game got a better idea what? for
1: Champ get two players to carry him out on the, on their shoulders like he's the coach kidding that's a terrible that's idea. a terrible idea. but, yeah. idea. but with something we'd try next uh, Reggie says stadium audio is so cringe uh, it is but listen last year the scoreboard we'll get it fixed all right. Just taking some time. Like four years. But it is what
7: it is. Um let's see. Uh, there's not a line out right now for this tech game this weekend. I guess. All right, let's F- make our own line. You want to make it? Yeah.
1: Not a line on the FCS game. I'm sure it'll be out what Saturday morning probably. A little closer to game time tapes. If I told you I got I'm I'm putting some feelers out. If I said tech minus six and a half, is that oh, a man, it's 10. gotta be high. It's ten, uh, at least.
12: I'm thinking probably fourteen.
7: <laughs> Give me, Tabes. Tabes. Um, Give me the demons.
1: Give me the tapes. Taves, this line should be tech minus thirty-four and a half.
7: I have I am 0-2. I have
1: bigger, yeah, well, but it's not. Reggie says, What's the latest on Crosby at running bay? He's out this week. Um uh, all right. So we'll say tech minus nineteen and a half.
7: You'll say that. I will not say that.
1: Oh, that's what I'm saying. That's what we're picking out. making our picks based on. Okay. Take my 18 and a half. We'll see what kind of you-know-what you got. <laughs> All right. I'm going to set the over or under. Tech's averaging a whopping 18 points a game. <laughs> uh, I'll probably get like six of those off my fantasy roster this week. So, say over or under at a
12: 44 and a half maybe. Yeah.
1: yeah. Little, little Big Ten, little 11 a.m. kickoff special with Iowa and Maryland, 44 and a half. You kind of get my drift. A little snoozer get you into the after early afternoon nap. All right, we're setting forty four <clears throat> and a half over under. Set it. Uh, what I say nineteen and a half. Don't know how that score makes sense with over under. We don't care. We make our own lines here. <laughs> Let's go around the room. Taves, you're up first. Give me a score and tell me yes or no on fireworks post game, even if there is a burn ban.
12: Uh Tech thirty four, Northwestern thirteen.
1: Hey, how okay you okay. take a cover? I like it.
12: That's what? 44. Yeah, I'm emotionally. 47. I'm emotionally oh, 40, hedging. 11, I hit the, give me the over
1: over forty. Okay, four and a half. Whatever. Okay, all
7: right. I'm emotionally hedging.
1: That made Dave's real happy. The dogs got a cover. Yeah, it did. Well, he's a, he's gonna love when that line comes out at eleven and a half. I'm
7: gonna go twenty-seven. Oh, I'm smashing eleven and a half. 27, 14. Oh man, that's... dogs win and Ben is pissed. If we Ben come in,
1: is pissed. Let me tell you something. We host the Impact Healthcare Solutions Exclusive <laughs> Tech Post Game Call and Show. If we come on KXKZ 107 what did 5 you say, after 2713 yeah no, 14. No,
12: 14 14
1: okay If we come in after a 2714 win let me just tell you something be a little easy on your radio dial because BC will be turned up and your wife will be having her eardrums blown out BC. <laughs>